This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. So if y'all don't know me, my name is Zach Knight. I'm the marketing chair with Vetlana, the owner and founder of Battle and ATL Vets. There's a lot that we have going on with all three of those organizations across several pieces. A lot of what we do is events. I have a lot of events going on with the Battle brand and Vetlana. Uh, we just are leaving our Q4 summit, had about, I think, like 300 attendees or so, some awesome stuff. And we went down a series of conversations about the veteran voice. We have another shop talk, and I think Taylor is on here. So Taylor Merritt, she's going to be doing another shop talk at the beginning of January, focused on health and wellness. This one's really focused on the veteran business owner, the business operating system. So that's what BOS boss stands for. So this is all about being a battle boss and really focusing on how to build your business with an operating system, similar to like iOS or Android, how they have those pieces attached to operating a phone. A lot of businesses need to operate the same way and have that operating system attached to it. Now, I want to say, let's see, I don't think anybody was on. Mike might have been on. Mike, were you on last month when we talked about this piece? You're on damn every one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I think if y'all don't know Mike, he was the one that got up on stage and like crushed the Q4 summit and made everybody else look bad, pretty much. And then we went out to the farm that next Saturday. I have a lot of really awesome video content coming from the farm. And all of a sudden, I started saying y'all and over yonder and stuff. And I have to correct my language again. So this one's really focused on different keys to success and growing the business. So does everybody, was everybody able to open up that? The battle, the boss plan, and look at that in the background. Anybody not able to check that out? Awesome. How many business owners or entrepreneurs do we have in here? Looking at y'all. If y'all want, y'all drop a comment. Y'all on mute. I see a high five go up somewhere. Now, of course you are. Y'all can unmute. What kind of businesses do y'all own? Mike has Hero Ag and Hero Cuts. Jamie, I know you're in the mortgage spot. I mean, you're essentially a business owner attached to EPM. I mean, you're going to own that that whole thing real soon. What else are y'all involved with? What other organizations do we have in the room? I'm a business coach. Who is that? Who Rob. chimed in on that one? I didn't see that quick enough. It's Rob. Rob. Rob's a business coach. I know Stacy helps veterans transition. we got a big piece of the transition. Life skills educator, speaker, crushing life. Taylor owns a health and wellness company. Nala, you raised your hand, but you didn't comment what you are doing. So what's your realm, Nala? I'm a real estate professional. A real estate professional. Rosa is a mortgage lender. Rosa, are you tied in with Jamie? Is this like y'all doing different things from EPM? Yeah, she works with me. We're on the same team. Got it. That makes sense. I saw her talk. I didn't have any audio from you, Rosa. Uh, I saw you move a little bit and Jamie makes you suffer to come to this. Awesome. There we go. Yeah. So if y'all want to, I want to keep this interactive. I want this really to be connected, connected to each other. So if y'all want to drop your LinkedIn links into the chat. So I love doing this piece so we can connect outside of this. If you want to throw your LinkedIn profile link into the chat, I haven't really done this a whole bunch, but since we're, this is really focused on the business owner side of things, I think this would be a good piece. There you go. Wow. Y'all are quick on that one. All right. It's like y'all are already prepped to do it. And let's make sure we connect outside of here. Perfect. So this recording is going to end up going on Vetlana, and it's going to end up going on the battle website, the Be a Tactical Leader website. This gets recorded, posted up. We have a good series of things going. I'm going to share my screen and go through different pieces of this. Can y'all see that pretty well? I see a nod or two. Perfect. Yes. All righty. There we go. Come on. All right. So a big piece, does anybody, by a show of unmuting and talking, does anybody, has anybody ever read Traction or EOS? It's, it was written by Gino Wickman. It's, EOS is the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Have y'all ever heard of that or read that book? Nope. A bunch of no's. Cool. So EOS, it's a, EOS is a 
worldwide organization focused on helping entrepreneurs create operating systems, but it's really focused on organizations that are 50 plus employees and really going on into the medium and large size businesses. But what I did, I broke it down into the boss plan, the BOS. This is for entrepreneurs that are really focused on smaller business, 10 or fewer employees. You're on a team of 10 or fewer when you're really trying to get different things going, where if you feel like you're stuck in the mud and you're not able to get some good traction going, this is really for you, really how, focusing on how to create an operating system for what you're doing in business. Now, this could be for your own business, but it could also be for your team, your organization, any piece of leadership that you're really focused on. Last month, we talked about common frustrations. These are several things that we have as business owners that we deal with. Lack of control, people are frustrating, profit's not enough, the ceiling and your growth is stopped, nothing's working, all these different types of various strategies and quick fixes. Now, what we want to go through with this series is the operating system. Y'all are able to download this boss plan. I really encourage y'all download it, go through it on your own if you'd like, but I'll be going through it myself over the next several months as we work our way through it. If there's anything y'all see that y'all want to stop on, by all means, let me know. But overall, the operating system for a business is really a complete set of simple concepts, practical tools. And it's helped thousands of entrepreneurs around the world get what they want from their businesses. It's a people operating system that harnesses human energy, a set of tools and principles. Really, you're focused on getting unstuck. So if you ever feel like you're just spinning in the mud, you can't get anything moving and you want to get going in the right direction, this really is going to help you solve issues before they become problems. Get the right people in the right seats, make meetings productive. That's a big piece that we talk about at the very end of this is how to make meetings really productive and then really build a culture of accountability. The overall keys to success with this is that you must be growth oriented. You must be willing to change and have a willingness to be vulnerable. Beyond that, we have to focus on six areas of our business vision, people, information, issues, processes, and of course, lastly, traction. Overall, the KISS principle, keep it simple, keep everything really simple. That is going to come into play a lot as I talk through a lot of this stuff. There's a trend with entrepreneurs. We like to make things complicated. We like to throw crazy taglines and I help blah, 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 do blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows what the hell you end up doing. So we want to focus on keeping it simple, use the lessons to make this really simple decisions that help our businesses move forward. All right. So this first piece I want to talk through. We got a couple more people jumping in. Thumbs up from Stacy. Perfect. Thank you. The first piece that I want to talk through is the vision. Is your vision as a whole, the organization, the guiding light, the really the big way I want to talk about vision is what's that North Star? Where are you going? How are you going to get there? But it's really the left and right limits. In the military, we know what that looks like, right? You can't shoot past the left limit, can't shoot past the right limit. Now, I thank you for dropping that again. But overall, it's your bumpers. Which way are you going? So the overall, the vision, I have these out of order. As I've taught this a few times, I need to restructure this. Overall vision, what is it for you? I'm going to go down to this last question down here at the bottom. How would you define it in business? What is vision to you individually? I'm going to stop screen sharing. We're going to kind of work through these overall. How would anybody feel free, unmute, chime in, go crazy? What would you all define vision as in business? Anybody? Go ahead. Go ahead, Stacey. I think it's what your overall goal is. You know, what actually there's a lot of different things because it could be, you know, what do you want to achieve or what service or product you want to bring into the world? You know, who do you want to impact? You know, who's at the receiving end of it? I guess things like that. Okay. So what's your vision for what you're working on? Oh, my vision. So my vision is to help students, veterans, and military families through transition by creating a holistic roadmap for success and teaching life skills education. So that's goal setting, time management, how to overcome your inner critic and things like that. And then through individual clients, small group clients, and then larger clients like, you know, maybe veteran employee resource groups or talking on installations and things like that. Is that what you mean, Zach? As a whole, that goes into your vision, your mission, your X, Y, and Z. That is a very long explanation of what you're doing as a whole, but not necessarily the vision itself that is something that's more simple. 
I know Mike unmuted. I, we've talked through that. Go ahead, Mike. What's yours? In veteran suicide. In veteran suicide. <clears throat> Plain and simple, right to the point. Big piece. And you can think of this kind of as like your why. A lot of people, Simon Sinek, start with why. A lot of people talk about that book. I love that book. It's one of the first books I read towards leadership and entrepreneurship. And it really focuses on what is that driving force, right? My why as a whole is helping those that can't help themselves. For a long time, it was helping those that can't or won't help themselves. The won't became very toxic, attached to several different things. Go ahead, Stacey. So question. So I guess my vision then, a little more succinct, is to help the transitioning community feel safe, seen, supported, and successful. Would that be more vision? That is much more vision-oriented. Okay. What I want to highlight as we go through a lot of this stuff, again, keep it simple. And you think about politics, you think about the way elections work in public speaking. Most politicians, if you go back and look, the politicians that have won presidency over the last 30 years or so, they rated how they spoke to the audience. And most of them that won in the election spoke to the audience at a fourth to seventh grade level, right? If they're speaking at a higher level, they didn't win. They went back and assessed Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Not trying to get political one way or the other, but they assessed how they spoke to the audience. Donald Trump spoke to people on a sixth grade level, very plain and simple, make America great again. Hillary Clinton spoke to a lot of people on a much more educated level, on a high school level. It was like, I think she ended up being like 10th or 11th grade education. What they really found was as they went back, Obama, he talked to people on a fifth grade level and he broke down his communication skills to a very low level where anybody and everybody could understand it. That's what we have to focus on when we're talking about vision. You want it to be something that you, your employees, your team, your customers, everybody can just rattle off. Everybody needs to know it, right? And it really is focused on creating that, I hate to call it a catchphrase or a tagline, um, but like I said, it's really focused on my why, helping those that can't help themselves. For battle and ATL vets, my mission statement is helping small businesses create big wins. That's the battle side. For ATL vets, I took it a step further. It's helping small veteran-owned businesses create big wins, right? So ATL vets is focused on veteran business owners. Battle, my side of stuff, is focused on entrepreneurs as a whole, business coaching, business consulting. And it's really focused on the vision is helping small businesses create big wins. Plain and simple. I want to create a big win. Taylor is a client of mine. She launched her health and wellness company back in August, and she landed a just north of six-figure contract in month four of her organization. That is a really big win for a small business. And it is at a part-time hours. It's about 15 hours a week. That's a big win for a small business, especially launching. That's what I help people with, right? It's plain and clear and simple. I help create big wins. With Vetlana, with Vetlana, the big focus for Vetlana is helping, not helping, let me rephrase it, making Atlanta the premier destination for veterans to live and work. That's where it started. What I added to it was live, work, and play. I added the and play piece. If y'all don't notice a lot of what I do, it's drinking a bourbon and bullshitting. One thing that we just added here lately was pray. So Lloyd is adding a spiritual element attached to it and a faith-based element attached to it. So now our vision attached to it is to make Atlanta the premier destination for veterans to live, work, pray, and play. That's the vision. That is our North Star. If we do anything outside of that realm, it's not in alignment with us. And it takes us out of alignment attached to things. So if I do something on battle and ATL vet side that is not helping create big wins for small businesses, that's out of alignment for me. Mike just had a huge win after he rocked the stage with Reem. Mike is going to be my first case study. I'm going to brag about you for the end of time, Mike, as Reem delivers hot water heaters and uh, and all the HVAC equipment you need up at the farm. That's the mission of ATL Vets. And Mike and I have been talking for, Lord have mercy, months, months and months about trying to get this facility built for veterans to help him combat PTSD and combat veteran suicide. And now he got on stage and he created a really big win with Reem committing to some awesome things because he talked about damn hot water heaters. Come visit the farm, but there ain't no hot water. You wash your hands, but there ain't no hot water. It's hysterical. It's phenomenal. 
I still owe you that video as it's getting edited up, Mike. But that's overall the vision attached to what we're creating. Does that make sense to everybody? And are there any questions attached to that? Go ahead, Mike. I think it's important to recognize that with your vision, you're not responsible to solely solve that problem. I think that you have identified in your vision, you identify a problem that your organization will play a role in solving. Because, for instance, bigger than you, right? Yes. So, but no matter how big you get, you will always remain a part of that solution. There is no way that I will, as a nonprofit, stop veteran suicide across the world. That is a physical impossibility, but we will have an impact on it, you know? And so I, I just kept kind of thinking about the girl that did the long one. I can't remember Stacy, uh, which person it was. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, she wants to just guarantee veteran success after service, you know? I mean, all those things that she talked about are incorporating, you know, I mean, are creating veteran success, you know, and, and she wants to be no way to do that. So she wants, I mean, no way to not do it. So she wants to guarantee it. And it pertains to after service, you know, and for 195, 199.95, she can use that slogan from this day forward, you know, and, well, uh, I, and I, I, <laughs> with licensing fees I, and maybe yeah, a little bit of per- perpetuity, right? Well, I love that, Mike, because I don't know that I've actually said this to you guys yet. The name of my company, the LLC, is actually called Strategy to Success. So obviously, Mike heard it. I'm just, I'm still new at this. So I, you know, he was able to hear that in my long. Right. So you want to guarantee, you want to guarantee veteran success. And thinking about where you're at in that process, Stacey, even thinking about, this is the intermingling part you can chew on after transition or through transition? Through transit. Yeah, I'm realizing that it really is that gap. I help bridge that gap through transition. So I might like the word during transition then. There you go. Because it's more of a kindergarten word than the high school word. But I got a brain injury, so don't think no word for it. No, and um, there's, my, there's my can former... understand it. Hang on. That, that's a great point. If Mike can understand it. Then we're good to go. Yeah, I think I need to spend more time with Mike, actually, <laughs> honestly. No, so former first, for fourth, and sixth grade teacher here. So I love that speaking to the little kids level. You know, it, it's really, yeah, no, thank you. Love it. During transition. So, so what, guarantee, guaranteeing? Success that, during transition? Guaranteeing veteran success during transition? Or mili- what no, would you say, Mike? Hence the reason we recorded it. Yep. We'll go back and watch it again. Now, I know we have, let's see, I'm trying to see all of, I know Karen, her mic was broken. VEO's on here. VEO's a great organization. Are one of y'all able to unmute and give us the insights from the VEO side? I'm trying to go back. I think I've seen y'all post it. I love VEO for the piece of what they're doing as the empowerment organization, better empowerment organization. Um so right across the top, ooh, I'm going to brag on y'all for a second, VEO. I hate doing it. No, I don't hate doing it. I'm just teasing. So right across the top, the shining star, right? The North Star attached to make a positive difference in a veteran's life, right? I don't know if that's y'all's overall tagline with VEO, but that sounds like a damn North Star to me. And different things, empowering veterans in Georgia. I know y'all are working through different pieces attached to that, right? So thinking about the big piece of it and why I love pulling that up, well, I love pulling that up for y'all to see on the website. The next piece of that of the boss plan, the next question is, do your clients see what you're saying? Do the people you're helping, does your team see what you're saying? Whatever your vision is, do people see it? Do they actually recognize and can they recite it back to you, right? Your vision, and one of the questions on here is your vision has to be so much bigger than you. What's it look like? But a big piece of it is writing it down. Where do you have it written down? So many people will say, oh, yeah, my vision is blah, 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 blah. But it's not written down anywhere. Like I just showed you with VEO, straight across the website. In the hero, for those of you that aren't familiar with website terminology, before, when you click to a website and you don't scroll, you just click and go to a website, that's called above the fold. On a newspaper, I moved on my newspaper. On a newspaper, they fold a newspaper, right? Anything that is before you open up the newspaper is above the fold. 
So that has transitioned into digital media and onto websites. And it's called above the fold. Before you scroll, before you click, before you do anything, you type in vetlanta.org, period, hit enter, and it goes to above the fold. And as I'm talking about all this stuff, I have to go back and look at what I built on vetlanta.org. Connecting veterans with community. Connecting veterans with community. That's a big piece. Above the fold, right? Above the fold is also, let me share with you all. So I probably need to shift this, right? But really focus on connecting veterans with community. But the join now button, join the Vetlanta community, join us in creating things. My screen is a little bit larger. I'm on a big old iMac. So it might be something a little bit smaller to this extent when you actually click on it. But anything before you do this number is above the fold, right? So you want to have it in writing, just like, and my pop-up work, that's always good, just like VEO has it, Empowering Veterans in Georgia. So this is above the fold for VEO. Make a positive difference in a veteran's life. A big piece of what people do with a vision is they create a vision. It sounds amazing. It sounds Gucci. It sounds so catchy. And then nobody sees it. Nobody knows that's what your vision is. Nobody knows that's what you're actually working on. So a big piece of this is not only write it down somewhere, but yell that from the mountaintops. Make sure people know. And it can be your vision statement, right? A lot of people talk about vision statements and the vision statement, the mission statement, all that fancy terminology that we talk about in business. But if we keep it truly simple and we really break this down to that KISS principle, where is your vision statement? Where is it posted? And how do people find it? How do people know what you're all about? How do people know I want to create big wins for small businesses? If it's not posted somewhere, nobody's going to know. Where do you have it written down where it reminds you that you move forward with it? As we're talking through this, does anybody have their vision statement written down where they actually see it day in, day out? Nayala is looking at me like she's mad as hell. She got that resting Zoom face on, y'all. Like, I don't know if she's angry. I think the biggest thing that helped us with doing it was making it easy to remember. So we are Hero Agriculture. So Hero is our acronym. And then... You know, each letter stands for, you know, a different part of it, you know, honor, education, resilience and obligation. But I think that when I expect my board members and people that do stuff with us to remember that, that facilitates that process, you know, as opposed to them having to. And the biggest thing I did was I went just on a bunch of websites, Johnson and Johnson, you know, arrow exterminators, you know, you went on all of these, all of these websites and it's what did I find when I tried to read their mission and their vision? And it was, did I get bored before I got to the end of it? (laughs) And the majority of the time, it was, oh, to do this and this and blah, 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 you know? <laughs> and so that's when I kind of took it to that, you know, honor, education, resilience, and obligation. And I'm going to screen share, Mike. So one of the VEO folks asked for the acronym for Euro. I don't think you have an acronym attached to it, do you, Mike? No, we're, we're in the process of redoing the website and all that stuff. Yep. I know you were part, Mike's been, just so y'all know, Mike has been a part of everything Vetland has touched since launching nine years ago or so. I mean, we did a series about branding that was another workbook that I have called the Branding IFAC. And we talk about different pieces and we talk about, hey, Mike, where are you encapsulating with the pictures and telling the story? You've already done a lot of work on this, Mike. I can tell going from like looking at where the website is now compared to when we talked about it several months ago. Is that the really mean cow that yelled at me? Is that, what's her name? Betsy, that got angry at me at the farm? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no. Joking. Uh, she was so mean, yeah. Mike. Like that damn cow tried to take a fence down to get after me. But y'all see, <laughs> so joking aside, the vision attached to it. This is obviously the mission that he's really accomplishing. But looking at how people recognize, like right off the bat, this is what we're accomplishing, right? That's what I want y'all to think about for your vision. And I think that also is important because I think you should address with them a little bit, Zach, about how it is hard for me to put a picture on the website. You know, you see this guy working cows, but there's no way to know that guy is a retired lieutenant colonel, a two-star general or whatever. And so it's hard to draw the correlation between not only is this person on the webs, you know, on the farm, but this person is a veteran. Yeah. And that's something we talk about a lot. How do you tell that story? 
attached to being a veteran that's on the farm, especially in this space, right? Really trying to support veterans and veteran uh, ending veteran suicide. I mean, it's hard, right? You don't want to put class A's and the blues, the pinks and greens on the website as they're petting the angry cow. I think that's something that is difficult at points. Rob, Stacy, I appreciate y'all being here. I saw it pop up. Thank y'all. Appreciate you. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, holidays. It is that time of year, ain't it? Something um, like that. I'll see you soon. <laughs> so as we talk through different things, that's a great point, Mike really trying to encapsulate the story attached to things. The next piece of that book, I, I kind of want to highlight this. I'll go about, I'll talk another about 10 minutes about the workbook and then we'll go into Q&A and conversation, more roundtable topics. But the next piece kind of feeds into that as we talk about the vision. And this is something, Mike, you do really well, obviously. And I think it's something that helps us identify. And I kind of want to leave this as the final note attached to today's topic for the boss plan. It's really focused on your core values. And I talked about your why. I talked about what you're focused on as that movement piece that drives you forward. And what I recognized is I got farther into business. My core values really kept me in alignment with what I wanted to do with business. I wanted to help people that couldn't help themselves. My first company was a security firm, and it was really focused on bridging the gap to law enforcement. A lot of people didn't trust law enforcement. I was just leaving law enforcement. And I started a security firm that was able to give consultation and really focused on giving recommendations to business owners and homeowners about what products they actually needed because as a law enforcement agent, you couldn't do that. My core value of being, make jokes about it, but my core values are really in alignment with what a knight is. He's a protector. He's, I say he, she, as we saw in Game of Thrones. There are she knights that I have to appreciate, but really focused on being a protector, having integrity, doing the things that are the right thing when nobody's looking. Core values are one of those things that really help you encapsulate what you're doing with your business, and they help you really frame what you're doing with your vision, what your vision statement is. The core values, the core mission, we move into a little bit more of a mission statement attached to this in a later piece. The core focus is a big piece of that, right? So you start aligning your core values. Your core values are that small set of vital, timeless principles that guide you to success. You really need to focus on keeping these narrow three to seven. I always lean towards three and the military is always three, right? You never manage more than three people. In business, it kind of focuses the same way. As a platoon leader, I had three squads, three squad leaders, sometimes up to four, but they've really shown in a lot of tests, a lot of analysis attached to studies for leadership and for management you can't really manage more than three to five. Those are really the magic number attached to it. So they've applied this. I've taken that and kind of looked at core values and applied it into what are the three to five things you're going to focus on, three to seven things that make up your core values. Now, a lot of people talk about honesty, integrity, and you look at the core values of the army and the military, right? We look at certain things that we feed into selfless service, honor, integrity, really focusing on certain things like that people kind of breed into your business, but with core values, what are your core values? What are the things that after the uniform, or for those of you all that didn't necessarily serve and you all are on that civilian side, you still have core values and what shapes what you're doing moving forward. Those things that really highlight, these are the things that are going to keep me in alignment and me passionate towards achieving my vision. The reason it's important to highlight these, it goes into your core focus. This is the portion that's kind of your mission statement, what Mike had on that front page, right? This is where you should be laser focused, should be a singular thing that you focus on the most. It's really the aspect, remember that you can't go chasing shiny objects. I don't know about y'all as a business owner, there's always a shiny object. There's always that next thing that's like, ooh, I want to go do that. Ooh, that sounds like a great opportunity, right? And it really focuses on what is your purpose, what's your cause, what's your passion, What's your organization's niche or niche or niche, however we pronounce that word? I'm not an English major, but really focusing on what are those things that your organization is focused on? And you can highlight these two things. What are your core values moving into your core focus? Now, I'm going to, since I have two people on here, Jamie and Rosa, I'm going to actually go to y'all's website. So this is outside of the veteran space. So Rosa, I don't know if you know, I just had Stephen Carpatella, old Carp, come on my podcast. So we had a really good conversation about um, what he's doing in the space, why he's doing certain things, what EPM stands for. 
And what I love about what y'all focus on, core values. These are the things that he hit these really well. He talked about in business why these are so important to him and why the culture at EPM really is focused on those core values. I mean, it's really interesting to see how blatant that y'all threw it out there at EPM, which is what I love. And these were the pieces that y'all were focused on, right? Show the way, struggle well, own unique, which I love, unify through collaboration. One thing that CARP hit on really hard was communicate powerfully. Whatever you say it powerfully, really say it strong and really empower different pieces, right? So show the way, do the right thing always. So this is really focused on essentially integrity, right? Demonstrating empathy. This is a mortgage company. Also, for y'all that those of y'all that don't know EPM, it's a mortgage company that's headquartered here in Atlanta. Jamie and Rosa are a part of the organization. They do some amazing things attached to um shifting the dynamic of what mortgage lending is. One of their guys is focused on veteran loans, VA loans. I connected with Vince really well, attached to VA loans and focused on VA and Jamie, you might can frame it better. The VA restoration loan? Renovation loans. Someone who wants to, you know, turn make a make a house shiny. That's a veteran. We can do that still with zero percent down, just like a regular VA loan and give something new. So that's where I connected with EPM and Jamie, besides being tattooed and beautiful, we connected really well overall because they're supporting that veteran space, really pushing forward that renovation loan. And it really goes back to, but I loved about it as I started talking to him, started talking to Cart more, what they really do is focus on that piece of how do you support a different piece, right? And how do you stay in alignment with the integrity attached to your vision and your mission, your core values, Right. I'm going to click all these because I'm going to highlight. One thing I like about talking with EPM and collaborating outside of the veteran space, they support the veteran space, right? They support veterans. They support what we're doing, but not necessarily being veteran owned. I think this is the collaboration piece that I love so much about my role with VetLand and a lot of what I'm doing. This highlights like there are people out here that give a shit about veterans and want to help us in a lot of ways. But if you look at what we learned in the military, our vision and our mission and our core values in the military, a lot of these things are in alignment with us. Bring it every day, deliver results, honor commitments, say, do what you say, right? Mediocrity is your enemy. I mean, so many pieces of this is like, wow, a lot of this sounds like what we learned in the military. A lot of this sounds like what the army shoved down my throat. Basic training is I did more and more pushups, right? So I love highlighting what non-veteran organizations are also doing in alignment. So as we transition, and Stacy already hopped out, but as we transition, we can really recognize like there are a lot of organizations that support similar things, right? There are a lot of organizations that want to support the veteran space, but also have these core values. So really recognizing what these core values are become the core focus, right? Why does the organization exist? What's the purpose, cause, or the passion behind it? What's your organization's niche? We click back over to VEO. Let's go over to your mission statement, VEO. Your missions connect veterans to vital resources that will assist in rebuilding holistic well-being, empowering them to make positive changes in their life. And it goes into an explanation of why that's so important. Now, VEO is actually headquartered here in Atlanta, much like Vetlanta, really focused in this area. And they really focus on different pieces attached to empowering veterans in that personal space, right? Or in that personal life attached to it. Housing, care for mental health, substance misuse, sustainable employment. So it's really highlighting different pieces of supporting, right? I love probing this because it always makes it so interesting to me to see how people represent this forward and how they pay for it. I know as a whole, VEO has some amazing people attached to it and they really do some amazing things. Evidence-based theory of change reveals how housing, often wellness, workforce, and income impact areas. So as you start looking at what VEO is focused on, housing, optimal wellness, workforce, and income, I'm not going to read your whole white paper online, but I am going to steal it and read it later. Since y'all are in here, I think it's really fascinating to kind of see the different pieces attached to it. But if we look at what their programs are, we go all the way back to their homepage, making a positive difference in a veteran's life, right? Empowering veterans in Georgia. They're focused on different pieces to help veterans rebuild their lives. I love that piece attached to it because you're preaching it and you're putting it out there. EPM does that in the civilian sector, if you will, and it helps that piece of it go forward. So looking at, as we look at core values, what we want to support, our core focus on things, going all the way back up to the vision, 
do the people around us know what our vision is? Do they see what you're saying? Are you leading by example and what you're creating? Does the client know? Does the employee know? Can they actually repeat it to you? Can they repeat what your vision is and how you're operating? Because you're leading it by example, but you're also putting it everywhere and you're pasting it all over the place. And they actually see that your vision is what you're wanting to accomplish because you have it written down in several places. I am going to stop sharing for one sec. Check the message boxes. Does anybody have any thoughts, comments, feedback on that piece? All right. Y'all are a bunch of new folks. We keep this engaged. Y'all have to talk. I will sit here and stare at myself in Zoom really awkwardly until y'all say something. Nyala has been real quiet, which is not like her. Back. Yeah, I called in on the on the phone so that I oh. can listen in. Yeah, Yeah, I just wanted to chime in and say regarding the core values for EPM is I've never worked for a company that pushes them so hard. Like we literally in just a 15 minute meeting, we'll use half of those just in our conversation as we're talking. Yeah, remember, this is what we need to do because we need to show the way because we need to empower the client because all the way from the top down to the bottom, you know, Steve is my boss as well. And it's really impressive and is easy to adopt as an LO working for EPM to really live those core values. It's really impressive. How much did Jamie pay you to say all that? (laughs) Yeah, Jamie and I used to work much closer together in in our previous roles. And now, you know, we're out doing our own thing and trying to steal each other's clients. So (laughs) (laughs) it all goes to the same place. Yeah, he says that. And then all of a sudden, Rosa gets fired or something happens and we don't hear from Rosa anymore. Well, then it will definitely also be going to the same place. (laughs) (laughs) Best way to steal the clients right there. (laughs) No, it's great, Rosa. Honestly, for those of y'all that are outside EPM and Rosa, are you based here in Atlanta? I am not. I'm actually based in California, but I report to the New Jersey branch and I'm licensed in Georgia and New Jersey and Florida and California. So all over the place. Nice. I know Carp's up in that Jersey area. Jamie's up there for a while. So Stacy, that was on here earlier, she's up in New Jersey. Might be a great connect for y'all as y'all do different things up there as well. So you won't know this, Rosa, but I know Jamie knows um, once a month, I host a workshop beyond the transaction with Jason Fleeman, but I host a workshop at EPM's headquarters here in Atlanta. They're at the Queen Tower they're up on the 20-something floor with a beautiful little office space that I take over and mess up and make a mess in. But a series of a lot of these workshops is one of the in-person ones is there. And it focuses on going beyond the transaction. Um, it's the first Wednesday of every month, except for like January when it's obviously like New Year's. But EPM, when I'm in that office and looking at what y'all have done in the office just in here in Atlanta... It's really interesting to see how y'all actually feed that forward outside of the employee base. Like, I don't know if anything, like, I'm not in real estate, so I don't send y'all a bunch of business, but Jamie's welcoming me in. He still owes me a game of pickleball. We use the facility there at EPM. Y'all have the suite at the United Games that I've gone to a couple of times with Frank. And that's where Jamie always loses in a shotgunning competition to Taylor. I don't know if Taylor's, oh, whoa, hey, 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 the truth is the truth, Jamie. <laughs> I hear a rematch. A rematch is in order. So y'all know Taylor and Jamie. Jamie, being the big man that he is, thought he could beat Taylor in a beer chugging competition. And Taylor, being the health and wellness queen that she is, was down to chug and Jamie lost. And I have a video if anybody wants proof. It was amazing. It was incredible. Ah, she's listening. That was an, that was an ass whooping. That wasn't even a loss. I mean, I didn't want to throw you under the bus like that. It's okay. I'm humble. <laughs> but joking aside, like that's the thing I love about EPM and why Jason works with y'all, why I'm engaged with EPM, because those values come forward, right? Like I make jokes about all the stuff we're doing bullshitting, but like I'm not tied into EPM. Taylor's not tied into EPM, but we're sitting there chugging beer, right? Because it's all about that community piece. Y'all are all about making sure people feel welcome and really spreading that into the space of those people in your community. But it goes back into a lot of what CARP really pushes forward and what we talked about a lot on my podcast. It was really amazing to see in different spaces. I don't know if Taylor will unmute or not as she's working. So that client that Taylor just landed, but it's really fascinating. Looking at the vision attached to that client, they are a car dealership. I'll leave them unnamed for right now. 
but they're a car dealership that just hired her as a trainer on site. This car dealership, it's local here in Atlanta. They have a spa, like a a hair salon, a nail salon, a massage parlor, a full cafe, a full restaurant. Tell you, I don't know what else, what else do they have in there. Obviously, the full gym, but they're a car dealership that wants to put their client and their community first. So all of that is in house. That's all in there. So you walk into the showroom, and they literally have the cafe, full bar, full restaurant. You go up the stairs. They have this whole relaxation spot where they have massage chairs. Um, the massage room, the salon they're building out, you can get your hair done. Some of us can get our hair done. You can get your nails done. You can do different things. And that is like the vision of the organization is that you don't have to leave here. We're your family. We want to treat you like your family. So they actually hired Taylor at a phenomenal piece to provide to their employees. They're all about employee engagement. And they brought her in as essentially it's written like the contracts and employee benefits contract where she comes on site, she trains them in the gym that they provide, and then they also have access to her virtual platform. So they're able to do workouts at home. The biggest selling point to them as we built out that contract was that they wanted to be able to take the virtual health and wellness piece into the homes of their employees. And they preached that to be able to support their employees in an, an engaging way where they can always be healthy and they can put their, themselves first and then further the brand. Fascinating to see an organization do that. I've never seen, a, a of all things, a car dealership have a damn salon and a bar and a cafe and a restaurant in that just to make sure while you're there getting your car detailed or getting your car maintained, you have everything you need right there on site. So it's really fascinating to see how some of these organizations are really doing different pieces to show their values, show their vision, and actually pay that forward to keep that business and grow that business. And that's a big thing as small business owners, we really need to focus on. How are we doing that and really showing forward what we're going to do in the world and how we can support that? And that really goes back into your core values and overall your vision. A great ag for somebody here in the room to brag more, Mike, when we came up to the ranch, I'm still getting over the head cold I got from being allergic to farm work and physical labor, Mike. Literally, I saw the snipples because I was like in the cold and like outside. I had to cross the great divide of 285. If y'all don't understand, going OTP is not something I like doing. So I had to cross the great divide of 285 to get up to the farm. But what's amazing, Mike set up, he set up, it was like eight or nine different stations from horseshoeing to beekeeping to show cows to wine to tractor stuff. I don't know what happens on a farm, but all that stuff. He set up this whole thing attached to, hey, this is what we do on the farm. This is what we bring veterans in to do. This is what we want to promote. This is not only our vision, our mission, but this is how we accomplish that. And I was able to really feature that piece. And I think we ended up having like 100 or so people show up to the farm, 100 north of 100, show up to the farm and really highlight what he's doing on the farm. So amazing things happening. And that's where the needle starts moving for us as business owners, as small business owners, as people are part of a team. How do we put our vision and our values forward to start converting more and more? And I think that's the big piece of what we have to focus on is like the tip of the spear attached to creating an overall operating system. If we have that North Star, it makes everything else a lot easier to make decisions on. So I'm going to stop rambling because I rambled 11 minutes past when I said I'd move into Q&A stuff. Does anybody have any questions, comments, thoughts, feedback, their own pieces attached to what they've done in their organization? I'll kind of leave it open if anybody wants to unmute and chat with me. Otherwise, you're going to hear me ramble a lot more for four minutes. You know, we had just come off that Wednesday night event and it, it was hard for me because the one stigma that is associated with what we are doing here on the farm is we want it to be about education. You know what I'm saying? And when the guy that cussed so much Wednesday night, when he got up there, the first thing he identified was that I had found a way to get disabled veterans to come up here and work on my property. And it's like, that is absolutely the hardest stigma that we are trying to break. And I mean, probably 80% of what I do and everybody I talk to, the discussion begins 
primarily focused on education and that if you come up here and you say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a zero turn mower and all this kind of stuff, then I'm like, hey, dude, go mow my yard with my mower and see if it's all that you want it to be one time. But the second time I ask him to mow the yard, now he's just working for me, you know? And so when our veterans come up here, we try to ensure that they never do the same thing twice, except feed the animals. And the reason that we make them repeatedly feed the animals is because after a month of that dude feeding the animals every day going, oh, I'll go feed, then you're kind of like, okay, dude, this has only been a month. And if you have that opinion of feeding now, then maybe you need like blueberry bushes instead of something that like breeds, you know? And so I obviously have got to work on my image as a nonprofit to reinforce the fact that I never want somebody to think that I bring people here to do what I don't want to do. I bring people here to learn and to share with them what I get to do. And I never thought I needed to work on image until after that Wednesday, you know? So now it's like I have quadrupled down on the image of hero agriculture, ensuring that nobody thinks that I bring veterans up here to work, you know? Yeah, it's an interesting revelation attached to that. Hmm. It's a good conversation for us to have offline, Mike, because I don't want to go too far over because that's a deep one, right? Recognizing that how perception becomes reality, right? Not I mean, granted that one cow was really mean and really angry, and I don't want to feed her anymore. But no, it, I mean, it, I've never seen Hero Ag in that light. I've never like assumed that's the piece of it, right? It's all about community. It's all about recognizing. And I don't know if Donnie Minute more is a, a jest towards it because he owns a farm out in Dallas. So he's got the cows and, and the goats and the stuff. So may have just been jest, but no, I mean, the, the perception of is a big piece of it, right? This goes back into brand. It goes back into vision, values, different pieces attached, mission. the mission attached to it, right? right? What's the purpose behind what you're doing? And that having that defined is so important, right? Hey, this is what we do. And like, you can't question what we do. We do this really damn well. We create community around farming and we create a different piece attached to veterans to the way I look at it. I look at it as a way to check out and get away from the city life or the normal grind attached to it. Right. I'll uh, gesture versus a viewpoint. Taylor says making a laugh. And he, yeah, he does love you, Mike. Uh Oh, now I finally unmuted. Now I'm in trouble. Oh, shit. Now you did it, Mike. Now you did it. Go ahead. Let's hear it. I was just going to say that I thought that he was making light of going out there and helping with the farm. I didn't take it as he really saw it as labor for veterans to come out and, and support the farm work. So I didn't want you to feel like maybe you had to dive in so deep because you said it was, you know, I think four levels deep into revamping or how you come across or explain what hero agriculture does. So that's why I unmuted and I'm going to mute myself back. <laughs> no, I appreciate that insight because you never know how that could come off, right? I mean, it's such a dangerous edge, like a fine edge sword we walk on, right? All of a sudden you get cut when you're just trying to do the right thing and you never know how one thing could shift the dynamic of what you're working on. So yeah, knowing Donnie, I don't think he meant anything bad by it, but it is something to be mindful of overall, because you never know how somebody's going to perceive that, which is where circling back to the overall piece of today, like how do you have your vision stated? How do you have your mission stated? How do you have your core values out there? Make sure everybody knows that, right? Plaster that everywhere. So people know like, this is what we're accomplishing. And a big piece, Mike, and I know I've talked about this with you and a big piece of what I'm doing with ATL Vets and battle, not so much battle, but what I'm doing with ATL Vets is all about marketing. It's all about PR. 
you know, bring in the camera guy out there, bring in the photos out there. It takes a lot longer than we all want to edit that video, but he said he, <laughs> he had about a lot of video. I don't even know how to conceptualize how much damn video Nate had leaving that, but he was talking about how he has some amazing video of like sparks flying off shoe horses and honey drizzling off the bees and all sorts of crazy stuff. And he's doing some promo reels attached to it. That's the piece. Tell them the story. Right. If you have the vision straight, you have your core value straight, tell the story. How do you tell the story the best? That's what I love about ATL Vets and what we're going to be able to do. Mike, I think you're going to be blown away by the content we've put together and the certain things we've done, everything from you speaking. Lord have mercy. I've got so many people talking about you speaking. I'm like, shit, I need to go get a brain injury or something so I can speak better. Cause holy shit, Mike, you crushed me. Like, you made me look bad, Mike. Nala's over here, like, judging me for that statement. But, Mike, you crushed it, man. Joking aside, joking aside, lots of really good things, lots of amazing pieces happening. I'm going to draw this. We're about five minutes over. I'm going to draw this. Is there any last-minute thoughts, statements, insights from anybody in the room before we bounce? I have a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do. Girl, stop it. It's the holidays. I'm just kidding. I have so much work to do as well. I want to highlight a couple things before we hop. I don't think we have them uploaded to our events page yet, but on the battle website and on the Vetlana website, we have two events coming up soon on the 3rd of January is our next shop talk. We're focused on health and wellness. That'll be Daddy Tay that will be chit-chatting with us. Really focused on different pieces of how to keep the healthy side of our mindset. A big piece of what Taylor talks about is mindset and really focusing on how to integrate fitness and health and wellness into that. And then on the 10th of January, Karen chimed in. Now we're really in trouble. Awesome. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate you hopping in. On the 10th of January is the next Battle Brews. That is what I'm hosting down at the Bucket Club this time. So it'll be Battle Brews on January 10th. I'm going to have a veteran speaker in there that I'm highlighting, and it'll be at a nice location with some munchies on January 10th. So the 3rd and the 10th are the next times to mark, and we have about five or six other events I'm going to be uploading here in the next week to Vetlana and the Battle Websites. So by all means, stay tuned to those, subscribe to the calendars so you see them as they get uploaded. Other than that, I will let y'all roll tonight. I'll hang tight. If y'all have any questions, comments, or anything, that Battle Boss Plan document, feel free to download. If you have any questions about it, hit me up, go through it, figure it out. I have a fillable PDF version. So if you want the version where you can actually type it in instead of having to print it out and write it, send me an email, zach at vetlana.org or zach at beatacticalleader.com. And I will send that fillable PDF over to you so you don't have to worry about printing out and writing it in. Other than that, I appreciate y'all being here this evening, especially during the holiday season with all this catch-up work we got to do. And I will catch y'all hopefully soon in January. But I will talk to y'all then. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, Zach. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.